Chapter 2 of A Short History of Russia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Violet Blue of Albertville. A Short History of Russia by Lucy Cazalet. Chapter 2 The Origin of Russia. Although the Slavs lived in independent tribes, there were frequent quarrels and wars among them which not only gave their warlike neighbors ample opportunity of raiding them and exacting tribute but generally interfered with the peaceful development of the country this state of affairs at last decided the slavs worn out by internal strife and outside oppression to seek help from the norsemen who lived on the shores of the baltic they sent an embassy to the norse tribe of russia and said our land is wide and fertile but there is neither law nor order in it come and reign over us and be our princes the norsemen accepted the invitation and in eight sixty two three viking brothers rurik sinius and truvar settled in the slav towns of novgorod belozero and izborsk from this time the land of the slavs took the name of rus or russia two years later sinius and truvor died and then rurik annexed their lands to his princedom of novgorod and became sole ruler two of his captains askold and deer went south as far as kiev and asked the townsfolk to whom they paid tribute to the hosars replied the men of kiev then pay it to us instead said the norsemen with the consent of the townfolk they made themselves rulers of kiev and refused to pay tribute to the hosars who were a nomadic tribe living in south russia when rurik died his son igor was an infant so his kinsman oleg reigned during his minority oleg raised a great army conquered smolensk and then sailed down the dnieper to kiev where he asked askold and deer to meet him on the banks of the river and charged them with having usurped the princedom of kiev he then put them to death and was proclaimed prince of kiev with little igor as his successor he raised kiev to be the capital and called it the mother of russian cities a few years later oleg carried on a successful war against the greeks he besieged and captured byzantium and returned home with enormous booty for the promise of free trade with byzantium for the slav merchants oleg one day met a wizard and asked him to tell him how he would die you will die through your favorite horse o prince said the wizard that i will not cried oleg jumping off his horse and he ordered his men to take it away to care for it well but never more to saddle it for him several years later in the midst of a feast oleg remembered his favorite horse and asked what had become of it he was told it was dead and had been thrown to the birds years ago oleg wished to see its bones and accompanied by his courtiers went down to the field where the skeleton lay how vain were the words of the wizard said the prince behold my noble steed is long since dead while i am still alive so saying oleg touched the white skull with his foot when a viper darted out of it and stung him the wound festered and oleg died so the words of the wizard came true the people mourned him sincerely and surnamed him oleg the wise igor rurik's son now succeeded to the throne and began an unsuccessful war with the greeks he was however shortly killed in a raid he made on the neighboring drevlians a powerful tribe living on the banks of the river Pripet. after his death his wife olga reigned and spent many years in punitive expeditions against drevlians to avenge her husband 
when her thirst for vengeance was at last satisfied she turned her thoughts to religion and was the first russian princess to embrace christianity she journeyed to byzantium and was publicly baptized by the patriarch of that city in the church of st sophia a d nine fifty seven when sviatoslav igor's son was grown up his mother olga gave him the throne and the young prince at once plunged into a war with the hosars he defeated them and annexed their tributaries the viatici the greek emperor nicephorus wishing to break the power of his enemies the bulgars offered sviatoslav a large sum of money if he would attack them in the rear sviatoslav agreed reached the mouth of the danube in boats and there defeated the army of the bulgars possessed himself of the whole country and made his capital at peresyaslavets on the danube meanwhile the pechenegs a horde of nomads inhabiting the southern steppes attacked and besieged kiev which was only saved by the timely arrival of pritik one of sviatoslav's captains so olga recalled her son from bulgaria and made him promise not to leave kiev again during her lifetime she died soon after and then sviatoslav again went to peresyaslavets only to find that the bulgars had meanwhile made peace with the greeks and had now risen against the russians and shut them out of the town he soon reconquered not only Pereyaslavets, but the whole of bulgaria and then began a long war against the greeks which he waged with varying success at one time he even crossed the balkans and laid siege to adrianopoli until he was finally defeated by the emperor john simiskis and forced to give up all claims to bulgaria and return to his own country on his homeward journey to kiev he was unexpectedly attacked by the pechenegs near the rapids of the dnieper and killed in battle End of chapter two recording by violet blue of albertville